Welcome to the Faith Renewed Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renewed, check us out online at faithrenewed.org. Man, my God is a miracle-working God. That's what he does. Amen. That's one of his names. Amen, Cheryl. Come on. That's who he is. I love it. Praise God. And I tell you, when she told me, that, I, I truly felt like, just, I, I felt like the Holy Spirit just said, there's going to be more. Yeah. I really do. And, and, and in the physical and in the spiritual, there we're going to see eyes open and, and ears open, both of those places. So uh, I don't know, just if yes, you jump on board and get some of that. It's just, I feel that he's here. Amen. Wow. It's a good day to be in God's house. If this is your first time with us at Faith Renewed, we just want to tell you how pumped we are you're here. Faith Renewed Church, would you let our first-time guests know you love them so much? Yeah. Come on. Amen. I'm so glad you're here. And if you're joining us online today as well, so, so excited to have you. Thank you for being a part of this day. And uh, we just don't take it for granted that you're here. We believe God sent you. If you're a part of this house weekly, thank you for what you do and for making, again, Jesus known here. Um, I'm just excited, uh, and again, pumped to be in this, hanging out with you. But if you want to do this, if you want to grab your Bible, I encourage you to do so. I'm not going to preach much to this side today. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to keep my attention in this area. I'm going to try to avoid that today, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out over here. Um, but if you have your Bible, go with me to 1 Kings chapter 18. Come on, 1 Kings chapter 18. If you use the Version Bible app, um, uh, you can click on more and then events and uh, follow right along with me this morning and um, it'll be all good. But 1 Kings chapter 18, and uh, as you turn there, I, I mean, I'm excited just about what God's doing. Um, if you don't know, today's a, or this weekend is a very special weekend. Yesterday was February 4th. And uh, February 4th, 2007, Faith Through New Church was planted. And so we celebrate this weekend, 16 years. Yeah, come on. Amen. Give God praise for what he's doing. It is the faithfulness of God, the grace of God, faithfulness of so many that we're still here. And uh, things are just, again, still, man, pumped. Things are still going. I'm, I'm more excited today than I was February 4th, 2007. I'm telling you. I'm more tired. Well, not about the same tiredness, I guess. Yeah, it's probably just about the same. Uh, but, man, it's just, again, just a good, good time. I want to read a few verses. We're going to jump in and celebrate this day and what God wants to do. But First Kings chapter 18, if you have it, say, I have it. Let's read it. Verses 36 through 39. We're going to be hanging out in this chapter. This is the only, only passage we'll hang out in today, which is somewhat rare. But, um, so keep your Bibles open to that, or you can follow along. But it says in verse 36, And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel, and I'm your servant. And that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord. Hear me that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. I like what happens next. I just think this is really cool because it says in verse 36, Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed 
the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. Now when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Somebody say, he is God. He is God. Let's pray. God, we thank you for just your faithfulness to this house for all of these years, Lord. And we're just so pumped, excited, looking forward to what you do next. And, oh, man, I just believe the best is yet to come for this body, Lord. And I just declare today your blessings. I just declare today that the fire of God is going to fall over every person, Lord. In the name of Jesus, would you say it with me? Amen. 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 Say, sweet 16. Come on, tell us my sweet 16 looks good on you. Amen. It does. Amen. What a day it is to be in God's house. We're in a series, if you don't know, it's called When You Pray. And, uh, oh, man, I'm, I'm excited. I, I love what we've been doing in this series I've really been looking at different models of prayer, spending time studying and looking at these models we can pray, looking at prayers that were prayed. Um, I believe each of those prayers that we see in Scripture you can take and draw from and how God moves in those. So that's kind of what we've been doing. And uh, before I do that, my wife just told me I I, I want to share a special little gift. Well, Zach and Addie, would y'all stand to y'all's feet real quick before I jump this? I was going to say it before Amy's sake. Stand up, turn around. A newest little addition to Faith Renewed, Hunter Nathaniel, Hunter Andrew, Hunter Andrew. Yeah, yeah, let me get it right. That was, I knew it was one of the Hunter Andrew Thornsbury. One more time, show some love to him. Come on, amen. <clears throat> and yes, I did push for Terry Nathaniel Thornberry. Still, I, I, I'm still pushing that. Somebody's going to grab that and go with that at some point. That name means leader. Never knew that till I looked it up this this just last month. I, I keep telling people to, to use that name. I'm like, I don't want to label somebody. We're talking about Jabez the other day, because in pain. I'm like, I don't want to tell somebody that. So I let a leader. So hey, get some. All right. So if you want your child blessed, go for that. Amen. But uh, yeah, we we but again, back to it. We've been in the series called uh, When You Pray and uh, looking at these models of prayer. And today we're looking at a prayer that was prayed by a guy named Elijah. Now, uh, I love Elijah. This dude's awesome. He is bold. Uh, he, he comes in. If you don't know, Ahab was king over Israel during this time. Uh, Ahab married a sweet young lady. Um, <laughs> some of y'all laughing, y'all, because y'all, a sweet young lady named Jezebel. Um, <clears throat> just married up, you know, just, yeah, just precious. Um, that was a match made. Not in heaven, but uh, it was it was just one of those things. Je- Jezebel was something else. I'm telling you, murderer, uh, uh, bringing in false idol, false worship, uh, control, manipulation at an all time high um, and, and wild. Uh, the Jezebel spirit still is alive today um, in a lot of places, and so it is one of those things. But I love what God does. He he, he it's what He's wanting to do today. And because Jezebel exists, he wants to raise up an Elijah. He wants to raise up someone who will confront and come against that spirit of Elijah. So again, he's still wanting to do that because I don't know if you, you, don't, you don't know this. Uh, this nation is in trouble. 
And they just, this, this, this nation's in trouble. This, this nation needs some, needs some Elijah. This nation needs people who will confront the false worship and confront the false idols and, and who will come against those things. So we need Elijah today just as much as they needed him now. And so I, I, I just, again, we need him desperately. But uh, in this story, I want to kind of, we're going to kind of pull back. I took you to like kind of like the climactic moment in our opening text of what took place. And if you don't know, some of you probably know this story, but before that story again happened and Elijah praised this prayer, there was a lot of things, again, going on. Where this nation was at, great turmoil, things that were taking place, very tough. And we see something happen. We see this man named Elijah, prophet of God, raised up. And this is how we do it. So I don't want to just say we're going to raise up Elijah. This is what Elijah's looked like. This is what Elijah's do. Look, look at me with me, if you would, uh, verses 19 through 21. And uh, 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 let's read that. Now, therefore, send and gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel. Now, this is a conversation that, again, Elijah's having, he's, he's just said, I basically have had enough of what's going on. And that's, you've got to get that way with the enemy. You, you've got to just say, I'm, I'm, I've, I've had enough of your junk. I'm sick of, of, sick of you coming in here. I'm sick of you trying to take my kids, my money, my stuff. I, I'm tired of all that stuff, my health. I, I'm going to go ahead and just go ahead and confront this thing. And so this is what he does. He just like, I mean, boldly does this. He says, gather all Israel to me on Mount Carmel, the 450 prophets of Baal, false worship, and the 400 uh, prophets of Asherah, Again, false worship, who eat at Jezebel's table. So Ahab sent for all the children of Israel, gathered the prophets together on Mount Carmel, and Elijah came to all the people and said this, how long will you falter between two opinions? How long will you falter between two opinions? And this is where we have to come to. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal... Follow him. But the people answered him not a word. Now, what do you say to that, I guess, at that moment? Because, again, you see what's happening. Again, there's 850 now, I guess, again, against one. But at some point, Elijah is saying this, and this is what we have to say. At some point, you have to say, I'm all in this thing. Like, I'm all in. I've had conversations with people, and we've sat down and talked, and in the rationale of their mind, and again, they're not alone. This is the way so many think, because that's the way the world has caused many to think. They get so many to think that, that the walk of Christ is, is like kind of compartmentalized, is set over on its own, and it's something you pull off the shelf on Sunday. And it's something that you do once a week and that it's actually, it's okay to like Monday and these other days live certain ways, do certain things or whatever. And then this is something you can mix into that. And what happens in that moment, and it's the same thing that Elijah is confronting here. He's saying, you are faltering, you're wavering, you're over here on Saturday, but then you're way over here on Sunday. You cannot do it. James says it like this in the New Testament, a double-minded man is unstable. In all his ways. And have you ever wondered, like, man, why do I keep falling? 
Why do I, why is it now that I thought I was going to be set free from that bondage that I'm in? I thought I was going to be delivered. I thought I was going to be able to now be able to go into a place, tell everybody, man, it feels good to be free. And then you find yourself back in the same thing. How how does that happen? How do we end up there? It may be because we're not all in. It could be because we're, we're kind of like, kind of still waver. We're wavering between two. Now, this is, this is just my thinking. My thinking. I, I look at the gospel of Christ. I look at what Jesus has done for me. And this is, this is what the gospel, when Angel was talking about at nine years of age, coming to Christ, this, this became real to her. The message of Jesus became real to her. And, I, and if you know, I, I love the gospel. We started preaching this on, on February 4th, 2007. And we're still going to keep preaching the gospel of Jesus on February 5th, 2023. Amen. But Jesus steps out of heaven. Like he come, God of heaven, he steps out of there and comes to this messed up, fallen, broken world. Full of broken people who are in sin and bondage, and he says this, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give my life for their sin. <laughs> That's wild to me. I mean, born of a virgin comes, gives his life, and then he's like, he's going to show them. I'm going to prove to you that what I said, that I, when I told you that, that I and the Father, we're one, I'm God, I'm here in the flesh, this, I'm Emmanuel, all the prophecies that were spoken about who was going to come, that's me. He backs it up because on the third day, he rises from the grave, gets up out of a grave, amen, and, and resurrects from the dead. 40 days later, sends to heaven, and he gives a promise that I'm going to come again, and this is what you can do. You can be with me for all eternity. Don't have to go to a place called hell. I'm like, do sign me up. Why wouldn't we be all in for that? Never understood why we're not sometimes. It's because at times, man, we're being pulled and we're faltering between two opinions. But this is the good news, but it's, it's not too late. It's not too late if you've never surrendered to that gospel message. And it's not too late if maybe you've like heard it and you've kind of played with it and you've been over here sometimes and you've been over here and you've fallen all off deep over this side. But today, this is, again, it's not too late because Elijah steps up. He prays a 63-word prayer. Come on. He prays a 63-word prayer. And then this is what happened. God does the miraculous. He's exact, this, deaf, deaf ears popping open. That's nothing for Jesus. Do we, do we understand that? We celebrate it. We'll keep celebrating those things. But God wants to do that over and over and over through you. And he wants to do it. So how do we get there? How do we get where Elijah was at? What do we need to be doing? It's three things. I want you to look at these three. First of all, we got to make sure we're praying to the right God. Smell of water, I'm in church. Of course we do. No, listen, you need to make sure you're praying to the right God. The, the one, again, Jesus who claimed, again, who made these statements, who backs it up. There's so much evidence to prove that Jesus did what he did. It's wild to me. But this is what we see in verse 24. It says, then you call on the name of your gods. Because this is the confrontation that takes place. Elijah tells all of those other prophets 850, you call on your gods. 
You, you call on them, and I will call on the name of the Lord. And the God who answers by fire, he's God. Let's just like that, that, so he's God. So all the people answered said, it's well spoken, like, it's cool, let's do it, let's go, bring it. There's 850 of us, there's one of you. How many knows you're never the minority when Jesus is with you? Never. Like you're like, man, it's just me against my whole work, my whole family. You're never the minority when God is on your side. And so he says this. He gets up and he says, all right, I want the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, Israel. That's the God that I'm praying to. Amen. So I started thinking, I'm like, man, if you don't know, my daddy's with Jesus right now, man. And I don't know if he gets to hear this stuff or how that works. I don't, I don't know. But man, I was thinking like, man, he is the God of David, Terry, Adam, Caleb. He is that God still today. He is the same God today generationally, and that is the God we go after. Man, see him again, working in here with my kids last night and just hanging out. If you don't know, uh, some of us hung in here, bro, hardcore. Three o'clock this morning, we was rolling out the door. Three o'clock this morning. I didn't bring my water to, this, to the pulpit today. I brought my coffee. All right, so just so you, so you know. But I was thinking about that, and I was like, man, why would we do this? Because that God's faithful. Why would we do so? Why do some of you serve like you serve, give like you give, and people think you're crazy? Like, people really think you're crazy when you do the stuff that you do. It's because you realize that he's the right God, that he's the right one. So I'll give him everything. I'll give my whole life for that because ultimately he is the only one that can save you. Come on, he's the only one who can do this. And I love this. I mean, I'm, I, and I know this. I, I know spiritual warfare is real. We take it serious. I've done series on it. I mean, and we take that serious. But we don't need to be afraid of these other gods when the God and the king of all kings is on our side. I, I, I heard, I've heard this often. Like, man, and this ain't knock on education, none of those things. It's just, it's the world we're in. That I, I've seen where some schools wanted to get together and have like a satanic club. You know, that's just, that's just happens, you know. There's Christian clubs that meet before school. And, they, and you know, some of the folks who are worshiping these little G's. Like, if they can do it, we can do it. And they have that right. People gave their life. You know, they really did. So they have freedoms to do those things. But it blows my mind. Frustrates me. When those same schools, instead of saying okay to them, they pull back on the Christians and say, we can just no longer have those clubs anymore. I had someone send me something the other day about, again, the satanic things and what they were doing. They're like, man, we need Jesus to come on back. And I was like, man, bro, no, we got work to do. Come on, amen. I was like, no, he, he's going to come. But before he comes, we got stuff to do, amen. And so, again, I hear these schools and I hear these things a lot. Man, okay, so what we're going to do is we're not going to have any of those clubs anymore. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't, don't stop the club. Let them have it. But watch what the ones that are following God 
do against those. Because if they meet, they're going to call on a God that can't send fire. Amen. They'll send them to fire. But he cannot send fire. They're going to go to a God who can't set people free. They're going to go worship and let let our young people rise up and start gathering together. Start worshiping the God who sends fire down, who opens ears, who does miraculous things. Let them have their clubs, but let us have ours because here's the one. Our God's going to answer by fire. Our God's going to change and he's going to do things. And so again, that's the one we serve. Now, this is what blows my mind. Now, again, if you don't know the story, they call on their gods. Gods. Jeez, little jeez. Amen. They call on the little jeez. And, and they, they, they like, it's wild. They, they, they start like, I, I mean, just going all hardcore, trying to get their God to answer. He can't. He's not alive. It's not real. They, do, they begin to cut themselves. Read it. It's wild. And I'm telling you, that, that still today, that exists in a lot of ways. If, if you're self-harming yourself, listen, that's not, that's not connected to God. It's connected to little gods. And it's evil. And, and God wants, to, wants you to hurt yourself, a creation that God made. And so don't let the enemy take you down that path. Fight that, resist that. Talk to people. Get with people who can help you. Pray with you. Help you get freedom over those things. Because, but it is, this is what they do. They begin to go and they begin to run around. They begin to go crazy, cutting themselves, doing all kind of stuff, trying their best to get their God to answer. I was like, man, ain't it messed up? That they're trying to do all of these things, cutting themselves, wounding themselves, trying to get their God to answer. But our God did it is our God came down and allowed himself to be cut, be wounded, be beaten, be nailed to a tree to get our attention. You see the difference. That's what our God did. And so when we pray. Pray to the one who's alive, first of all, who can hear you and can send fire. Pray to the right God. Tell your neighbor, you got to pray to the right one. Amen. Number two, you got to do this. I love it. We see, we see him did this. We got to bring back the altar. All right, we got to bring back the altar. The personal, corporate, church, Bring back the altar. In, in 1 Kings 18, verse 30, he said this. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near to me. So all the people came near to him. Getting, their God didn't answer. It's wild. They did all this stuff. I, Elijah kind of was like, he got, real, he got real anointed. He was saying stuff to them like, um, maybe he's asleep. Maybe your God's asleep. He's busy. He's doing some translations like just scholars will say that one of the things that he kind of referenced in there is like maybe he's in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't know if that's, you know, again, that, but that's why maybe that's where he's at. Like, but we, we serve a God never sleeps nor slumbers. Amen. Who's always alive. And so but this is what he says. At none of that worked. Come near to me. All the people came near to him. Love this. What's, what's going to be the answer? How are we going to change America, Pastor? How are we going to change the schools? They're crazy. All this stuff's going on. And, you know, I get the things that you send me, and it's, it's messed up. What are we going to do about it? 
And he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken. Many of you have done this through 21 days of prayer and fasting. You've incorporated again, like literally, like I said, no, I, I'm going to pray to him every day now. You see, you've seen it. You've realized, you said, man, this thing's awesome. I get to hang out with God, and then he shows up and does little stuff in my life. This is pretty cool. Some of you have been radically transformed and know the difference, again, of spending time with him. And some of you, again, this happened for you like in altars. Now, for me, I'm telling you, I love it. 16 years ago, this church was built on an altar. Still, we're going to be, if you're ever wondering where we're headed, we're headed in the same direction, to the altar. Amen. And we're going to go after God in prayer. We're going to seek his face. We're going to go after him, and we're going to watch him move in our life. And so, again, many of you have done this. You've made prayer a priority in your life. And it has been wild what God has done. Many of you are faltering between two opinions. You know what God wants you to do? Build an altar. He wants you to build his altar back, get into a place. So there's, there's fathers who need to build, build, build altars in your homes. And, and, and take your kids there. Show them what happens when they go there. I mean, like, I'm telling you, man, what God can do in this moments when you pray with them. I, I think back, just seeing like this guy filled with the Holy Spirit, sitting on his bed, miss me and him hanging out. And the presence of God walked into his room. He was baptized in the Holy Spirit. That's an altar. We've got to rebuild it. And we've got to go after that again. And so again, we do this. We pursue God. And this is, this is tragic to me. There's churches today that have pulpits but don't have altars. There should never be a pulpit without an altar. There should always be a time. There should be an, always be an opportunity for us to respond to what this presence of God is doing. Call me old school. I, that's okay. I am old. I'm getting there. Amen. But it's biblical. This was day one. This is what they started from the get-go. It was build an altar. Go after me. Watch what I will do there. And listen to me. If you're wondering, like, man, what's the answer to my situation? Prayer will always be the answer to your situation. And so, again, we go after God. God, we make this a priority in our life. We show them because this is what's cool. And I'm, I'm, this is like every morning, the Bible says the mercies are new. Whoo, I'm like, yesterday's was good. But I'm going to get in this thing today. I want some of this right now. Amen. So every day, every opportunity we have, let's spend time with God in prayer. And the altar can be a car driving down the road. Altar can be a break room, a classroom, amen, a school room, whatever that looks like. But again, we've got to get back to it. We've got to rebuild the altar again. We've got to go back to God in a place of prayer. And listen, if you've already started that, you started January that way, don't stop. 21 days is just the time when we stop gathering. We're doing it now on Monday morning still. Do we want to start the week off, 6 a.m.? If you can make it, come. If you can't, join us online. If you can't make it online, do it at home. But just spend time with God in prayer. Do it daily. Amen. Tell your neighbor, say, pray every day, yo. Tell them, every day. Come on, amen. And the final prayer is this. Oh, man, this is what he does. And this is, this is awesome. He prays for God to be known. That's the, that's the prayer. 16 years ago, it was, we were going to make Jesus known. Still the call. Why? Because you can get to know faith renewed. You can get to know the people here. And this is, I'm telling you, I don't know how much I brag on y'all. 
how much I saved. Dude, this is the greatest church I've ever been a part of in my life. And I'm not talking not because I'm the pastor. Dude, these people are awesome. And the Spirit of God is in this place. The love of the Father flows. When you, I'm telling you, if, I don't know if you know, we had someone just drop by this week and have never been here, moved to the area a few months back, walked in the room, and they said, I feel the Holy Spirit in this place. I said, he hangs out here a good bit. Yeah, he does that here. He's, he's good like that. And then our people come in, and I said, yeah, you should come because it gets really awesome. And again, seeing what God can do. But why is it not, not make us known? That won't change you. Somebody's like, man, if I hang out with this person, if I hang out with that leader, if I hang out with that person, then that's going to change. It can, but ultimately it's getting to know God. The one true God, the one who answers by fire, the one who responds to our prayer, the ones who respond to people seeking him, the ones who, again, God shows up because this is what took place in verse 36. Again, from our text, it says, And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel. Father, let it be known this day that you are God in Malden and Simpsonville, where in, in this place. Let it be known that you're Him. And I, some of you are like, man, that's, that gets, that's kind of bold to do what He did. God wants you to get bold. He wants, he wants you to, like, man, just step into, walk in. All that Holy Spirit we were just talking about, he wants you to walk in that. And he wants you to get a little bit, little bit strange. I don't know, I just, I, I've, I grew up and I've seen a lot of strange stuff in church. I have. There's a good, and there's a good strange and there's a bad strange. That's probably an in-between strange. I don't know whether that's... We've talked about this. Angel had this conversation. It's been a lot of times because of sometimes things that we've seen. Sometimes maybe you pull back. But the Holy Spirit that I'm talking about is real. And the miracles that he does, he wants to do through you. And the transformational work and the freedom that, he, that, you're, that some of you are seeking after. Some of you are wondering, like, man, you know, I've been coming a while and I'm still bound by something. The God I'm talking about can deliver you from that. Totally set you free. Radically transform your life. And you, are, and you become an Elijah. You go into the very place that man used to participate and do things and were a part of. And then you walk in that place completely transformed. And then to a place, they're like, man, what happened to that dude? He died. And I'm resurrected new in Christ. So that's what baptisms we're going to be doing in a couple of weeks is going to be celebrating. Amen. So we do it this way. And we go after him. And as our worship team comes up, I, this is what I want us to think about this morning. And this is the key. This is what, again, we've been going after since day one. Is, man, that we want to know God. We want you to know him. We want to get to know him more. And I, I, want, you to, I want you to stand to your feet, if you will, please. And I... And I'm just telling you, the fire of God just is wanting to fall in some hearts this morning. Radically transform some people. Amen. I'm telling you, I just, I sense that so strong. And, and it just, to obey and close your eyes, if you don't mind, please. I just want to get with God for a minute. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, just go ahead. 
If you have a prayer language in the spirit, just begin to pray in the spirit right now. Let's just, Father, we just thank you right now. Yeah, thank you. Come on, just begin to pray right now. Mm, come on. Yeah, Father, we just want your spirit right now. We want, God, your presence, Lord. <laughs> Lord, you wanted to release an Elijah anointing on some people in this room right now. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, right now. Lord, we just ask you to release your spirit of God in this room. Release your presence in this place right now, God. We want your glory. We want your honor. That's what we begin to pray after and go after, Lord. 16 years ago, God, it's what we want today, Lord. You, you alone. Come on, you alone. Yeah, go ahead. Come on, keep praying. Just pray for a minute. He don't want me to open up the altars yet. Come on, just right now, just you and God. You and your hymn and have your own altar right there for a moment. Come on, just have your own altar right now and in your, in your, in your, in right where you're at, right where you're standing. I believe in this one here, down here. But you have a personal altar that God wants to just to, and make real to you right now in this moment. Yeah, he just wants to make that real to you. Before we pray here, he wants you to do, wants you to just encounter him there. Yeah, Father, release your spirit right now. Release fire right now in this room. Before we ever open up the altar, before we ever release it here, let them come. Lord, right now begin to release it. If you just want more of that fire of God in your life right now, lift up your hands to him. Come on, just lift up your hands to him right now. Come on, if you want to walk in that anointing that God has for you, if you, want to, if you want to be a part of changing this world, if you want to be a part of transformational life right now, just lift up your hands. Come on, Father, we want more of you, Jesus. Yeah, we want more of you, Jesus. Lord, you're raising up prophets in this room. You're raising up miracle workers in this room. People who operate in signs and wonders, the gifts of the Spirit. It's not for a few, Lord. It's for the whole body. Lord, your Spirit wants to work in every person in this room. So, Father, release it now, God. Yeah, release it now. Yeah, God, we just begin to go after you. If you're wanting more of him right now, just begin to release it right now. Father, we just want more of you, Jesus. Yeah, we want more of you, Jesus. We want more of you, Jesus. Yeah, we want more of you, Lord. God, release your fire in our hearts right now. Yeah, release our, your fire. As you continue to pray, those who are going after God, I want to speak to some others in the room. They're right now, you, you need the deliverance that fire of God brings. All right, now, this is you. You're not able to lift up your hands. You're wondering why some others are right now. Listen, but as they go after God, I want to talk to you. Listen, He loves you. That gospel that I talked about, Christ got on a cross is for you. Amen? So right now, listen, the transformational work of the Holy Spirit right now is in this room. He wants to save you, change you, set you free. He wants to deliver you from all strongholds and bondage. Oh, man, I just sense that. He wants to heal marriages. He wants to heal homes right now. He wants to raise up priests in the house. Come on. He wants to raise up sons and daughters who follow him right now. That's he wants what he wants to do in you. So as some others are going after God right now, if you want more of the Lord of God in your life, you need salvation. You need a healing. You need what the fire brings. Right now, if you need what the fire brings, I want you to join them. You can do this. I want you to join them in lifting up your hands right now. Yeah, and join them in lifting up your hands. It's okay. It's cool. It's all cool. And I want you to just do this. And I want you right where you're standing to say, I'm not going to falter anymore. I'm not going to waver. I'm going all in. I want everything he has for me. Come on. I want everything he has for me right now. Surrender it all to him. Come on. Surrender it all to him. Say, God, I give you my life. I give you my life right now. I give you everything. I give you my everything. I'm all in. I want all that you have, Jesus. 
Yeah, come on, God, take it all. Take my whole life. I believe in this gospel message that was preached. I believe Jesus did it for me, and I want to start that journey with you right now, Father. Yeah, in the name of Jesus, right now. Come on. Yeah, God, I want more. Yeah, I want you now. Thank you, Jesus. So this is what I want you to do. Listen, now, if you've prayed that prayer, if you've surrendered your life, listen, this is your next step. Not just stopping there, amen, but to join every other person right now in this room who's going after God. Now, if you want the fire of God, you want more of Him in your life. I want to invite every person who wants more of God. Can we fill this room right now? Can we fill this altar today? Can we make it just as a show of sign that you're saying, I'm going to have a personal altar. I'm going to have a personal place of prayer. I'm going to go after God in my car, in my home, in my bedroom. I'm going to go after God. If that's you right now, come. Don't hesitate. Don't wait. Come on, listen. Don't let the enemy mess with you. Let your past go. Thank you, brother. Yeah, let the past go. Come on, let every past go and say, I'm going forward now. I'm not faltering anymore. I'm not wavering any longer. I'm going all in for you, Jesus. Come on, yeah, I'm going all in for you, Jesus. Whoo, I love it. Come on, go after him. Come on, go after him. Yeah, go after him. Yeah, if you can't right here in the center, just keep working your way down. There's more coming right now. I want to fill this altar. Come on, I can't think of a better way to celebrate 16 years of God's faithfulness and grace to this house than to come together to give Him thanks, to give Him praise, and to ask Him new and afresh for His fire to fall right now. Come on, we ask for the fire. Come on, we ask for the fire of God to fall. Yes, it's beautiful. Come on, this is beautiful. Go after Him. Come on, this is beautiful. Now, as listen, as the worship team begins to transition into ministry, Come on, you just go after him. Come on, go after the presence of God. Come on, there's more of him is available for you. Yeah, God. Come on, we're thank you. We're praying to the God who can save. Yeah, we're praying to the God who can deliver. You're praying to the God who can set free in this moment. Come on, so if you need that, come on, you need healing. Receive it right now. Fire of God, burn right now. Heal. Yeah, fire of God, fall right now. Yeah, come on, fire of God. Thank you again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you today. If you need prayer or would like to support this ministry through giving, stop by faithrenewed.org.